Thesaurus. Scary. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my first story is technology news. This is from Emojipedia.com. <laughs> or, sorry, .org. <laughs> the gravest of errors. Um, and this isn't really an article, uh, but this is about the new emoji in Unicode 14.0, which is the newest version of the Unicode standard, which I think we've talked about before. It's just basically this organization that defines the Unicode standard, which is just like a bunch of different characters that are used by computers to display different things. So, yes, including emoji, which is what I care about, obviously. Um, so this was released. <laughs> the list, the latest list of emoji, was released this week by the Unicode Consortium, which is just if like you, such a cool name. If you're a new listener, um, Anthony loves emojis. <laughs> yeah, emojis, that's not emoji. Already abundantly clear. I <laughs> I get weirdly excited about emojis. Um, so. So Unicode 14.0 includes 838 new characters. Not all of those are emoji, just 838 new characters yeah, in Yeah, I, I was about to be like, 800? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, of which 37 are brand new emoji, uh, as well as 75 skin tone variations for new and existing emoji for a total of 112 new characters. Wow. Um, one of the big ones that looked like was that the handshake emoji is now going to have skin tones, including like every possible combination of hand colors. Oh. So that adds a lot, actually. That's complex. <laughs> but there's still a lot of new ones that I'm excited about. Um, and so now this is just the part where I list the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> do they do this every year? Um, I don't know if it's yearly. I don't know what their release schedule is. Okay. But I think it might be yearly. Because it always seems to also fall around the same time as like yeah, the new Apple events and stuff. Mm. Which there was just one on Tuesday. So. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Okay. Yeah, I actually missed it until the next day. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> Because it seems like it's always like in the fall, yeah. right, or early fall. Yeah, when so this it might be yearly. Yeah, I actually wouldn't be surprised if they were trying to coordinate with Apple on that kind of stuff. It would kind of make sense, but it kind of makes sense, but also it doesn't because like Apple also releases like their new version of iOS, but like oh, that's well, true. It would be that never incorporates the new emojis until like a couple of point releases later. Okay, and then I have no idea. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. So anyway, here are the new ones: uh, a melting face, <laughs> which. Do you have a picture of this? I have a picture of their... So when, when Emojipedia releases these updates, they, like, create their own, like, theoretical versions of them because, like, obviously Apple and, like, Google and the other people who make their own emoji haven't yeah. created one. This is their, <laughs> this is their idea for it. <laughs> Which is just, like, it's just the standard smiley face, but, like, melting... So it's just like smiling and sinking into a puddle of itself. I would so use that. I would use it all the time. I would use that all the time. Okay, that to me immediately just means just like I'm dying inside. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. right? Is yeah, that it's what like, I should get from I'm that? tired of everything. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. bye. <laughs> no, it seems very versatile, honestly. I and love that. I, I really hope that the final version of it is is smiling because yeah. it's just that's I think crucial to it. I agree. Um there's one of like peeking through your hands when like like oh, it, okay. it, like at a scary movie or something where you'd like peek through. Um, okay. There's a salute emoji which I'm really excited about because oh. there's actually been multiple times that I've wanted that and didn't have one and I had to use a GIF instead, which just felt like a lot of work. Um, <laughs> there's face holding back tears, <laughs> which could also be useful. <laughs> okay, um, I'm excited to see the concept art of that one. Yeah, that one is that now or at the end. 
Oh, it's like tears of joy kind of. I mean, and at least their concept of it, it's it's going to be hard to say. It could also serve a similar purpose to the melting face one if it's like a neutral or like a sort of smile while also crying. Yeah, like. We'll have to see what they end up doing with it. Um, they have new hands like facing both right and left, kind of like they're going in for a handshake. So I guess now if you wanted, you could animate a handshake in emojis because there's already a handshake emoji. Um, okay. They have hands making a heart shape. Pretty cool. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's cute. Um, uh, a hand pointing out of the phone like towards you. Oh. Because they have them pointing to the left and the right, but they don't have one pointing out. <laughs> now they do. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems potentially useful. Yeah. Um, uh, gender neutral crown wearing and pregnant people because they only had like specifically gendered versions of those before. Okay. Uh, a troll. <laughs> um, <laughs> a troll? Like the fairy tale creature, not like somebody on the internet. <laughs> um, okay. uh, a piece of coral. Uh, two nest emojis, one with and one without eggs. <laughs> See, why do you think that is necessary? I mean, maybe you want to tell your parents that they're empty nesters now, and here's an empty nest emoji. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's the only use I could think of for it. Uh, beans. Just beans. One that's just All beans. Right. Uh, a glass spilling some liquid. A playground slide. Uh, okay. A tire. Uh, a disco ball. Which nice. I'm kind of surprised that wasn't already one. Yeah. Uh, some bubbles. Uh, a low battery icon. <laughs> uh, a crutch and an x-ray. And there are some more, but those I thought were the most interesting ones. But uh, yeah. Cool. So there's some good, some of those new faces I think are going to be very popular. Depending on, yeah. depending on what they ultimately end up looking like. My money is uh, on the melty face. Melting face is going to, is going to have a big, sur- re- not, I was about to say resurgence, but it a has big, a surgence. A surgence. A big surgence. <laughs> I'm calling it now. The biggest, yeah, wait, why isn't that a word? Yeah, why isn't that a word? Why is resurgence a word, but not I'm just trying to, I'm, surgence? Now, now my mind is like racing, trying to think like, is there a similar word that we're just not thinking of? Surge? I guess, yeah, there'd be a big surge in usage. But no, it's not the same, though. It's not. You can't use it in the same way. That, anyway. that's, a, that's a language anomaly. Yeah, okay. surgence. Okay, my first story is animal news. <laughs> This is from usatoday.com. The headline is, Kansas student state fair entry triggers a federal spotted lantern fly investigation. <laughs> okay, so you remember I think, how we... I, yeah, I think I saw this headline. I was like, I bet oh, this is did. related. <laughs> oh, I know, it's related. Uh, so you may remember we recently talked about the spotted lantern fly and how it's an invasive species and officials are instructing people to... First of all, report if there are any sightings of them at all, and also to try to, like, kill them, basically, and, like, remove their egg sacs and stuff because they're really, um, they kill a lot of plants, and it's bad. Well, um, officials in Kansas were recently shocked to find a spotted lanternfly pinned on a student display at the state fair. Uh, The student... I guess, had one of these in like a 4-H insect display box at the fair. And uh-huh. they had labeled it correct and everything. Yeah. And But they, they didn't know that you were, that this was like an invasive species, I guess. They looked it up and didn't see that part of the, the news. <laughs> um, so they just had it labeled. And apparently, 
one of the fair's entomology judges <laughs> was familiar with the insect and like reported it. And it has now led to a federal investigation of how they found that in Kansas, because that's like over a thousand miles from the currently quarantined areas. Like it's really, really far away from where we thought these were. Oh so, no. <laughs> so people are kind of, well, the authorities are like freaking out about it. Like, oh, oh, like why was one so far south? What happened? Yeah. Or so far west, I guess, too. I don't know if it's all down the East Coast. I'm not sure exactly. I just know the Northeast U.S. So, right. Yeah. So that's what happened. I just think that's like funny. Like, can you imagine like you're a kid doing like a 4 H project <laughs> and there's like now there's a federal, federal officers looking at like a bug? I'm like, oh, I found this bug in my backyard. Like, <laughs> oh, you better have gotten full marks on that project. That's I know. <laughs> After having to go through something like that, it was probably exciting for that. I mean, it's not like it's not like he was in like in trouble or anything, right? Yeah, he didn't technically do anything wrong. <laughs> no, like he just didn't know. Unless, just unless like, <laughs> he didn't murder every other one that he saw when he found it, but because that's what they want you to do, right? Yeah. So um, I don't know. These could be spreading for further than we thought. So just yeah, second yeah, PSA, yeah, yeah. I guess, from us that if you see one, please report it and then kill it. And then kill it. Actually kill it and then report it. It's probably easier. You could also pin it into your own display box mm-hmm. and just keep that for yourself. Yeah. Because they're kind of pretty looking. They are. They, things, are, so. they are pretty bugs. So Yeah. My next story is entertainment news. This is from kdvr.com. Cool. <laughs> it's a local Denver station. Uh Two companies want to pay you $1,300 to watch scary movies. Sign me up. Sign me not up. Down? That's not right. Sign me, Sign me. Sign me down. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that almost has the same meaning. Anyway, it, it's not. Yeah. It, uh, so not one, but two companies want to pay someone to watch scary films this October. Uh, first off, Finance Buzz, whatever that is, <laughs> wants that? to hire a horror movie heart rate analyst to record their heart rate while watching 13 top horror movies. They said the new hire will be paid $1,300 and will be sent a Fitbit to record their heart rate along with a $50 gift card to cover movie rental costs. Um, I would totally do this. I, I believe you would. <laughs> I mean, you've got time to apply. Um, so if you manage to land this gig, you'll have to watch the following movies between October 9th and October 18th while wearing a Fitbit and ranking the movies based on how much you think they cost to make, which is kind oh. of an interesting criteria. Like, I okay. think the whole point is like a good horror movie can be made on a low budget. Yeah. Like, and that's, I think that's kind of what they want to prove maybe. Um, so the movies are Saw, Amityville Horror, A Quiet Place, and A Quiet Place Part 2, uh, Candyman, Insidious, The Blair Witch Project, Sinister, Get Out, The Purge, the 2018 release of Halloween, Paranormal Activity, and Annabelle. So I have seen, let's take a look. None of these. <laughs> yes, I, actually, I think the answer is Actually, none. wait, I think I might have seen Paranormal Activity or part of it. You did? Part you of, ha- maybe like have? part of it or something. Maybe like a clip really? from it is, might be all I'm thinking of. I don't know. Well, I've seen Paranormal Activity. I've actually seen like four or five of the Paranormal. paranormal. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they keep making them. Uh, Those have got uh, to be really cheap to make. Yeah, they are. They're super inexpensive. They're like known for how inexpensive they were to make. Mm. Um, 
Like fifty. I've seen a quiet a place, <laughs> but I haven't seen a quiet place part two. Mm. And I've seen the new Halloween. Have you seen the Blair Witch Project? I actually haven't. Hmm. I've never seen that. I would I've like seen, to. I've seen the Blair Thumb, which is the thumb parody of the Blair Witch Project, which I don't know if you've ever seen any of the I've, thumb movies. No. But they're all very strange. Thumb is Tannic it, is, is probably funny? my favorite one. Thumb yeah, Tannic? They're comedies. Wait, are these on Netflix? Where can I I don't I know where you can actually find them. I don't know. I've I never heard to, like, of this. I used to watch these with like with family, and I don't know where they got them. <laughs> But they definitely had, this like, physical copies of them. Okay. Um, Thumbtanic, very funny, if you get a chance to see it. There's a cover of Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On called My Thumb Will Go On, and it's very good. <laughs> that <laughs> anyway. sounds amazing, and I want to watch it now. This is Let's a tangent that I did not mean to go down. <laughs> um, so applications for that job are due by September 26th at midnight. Ooh, spooky. Um, the candidate will be selected by October 1st. So you've got some time to actually apply okay. to that one. Uh, you, mu- you must be based in the U.S. and at least 18 year- years old to apply. Okay. Because, I guess probably because these are R-rated movies and they don't want to have weird... Yeah. Yeah, anything weird come up about that. Um, so the second offer is from Dish Network, uh, which wants to also pay someone $1,300 to watch 13 Stephen King classics, specifically. Um, so, and then for these, there's... You can either watch the remakes or the original ones. Um, so Carrie, Children of the Corn, Christine, Creepshow, Cujo, It, It Chapter 2, Misery, The Mist, Pet Cemetery, Salem's Lot, The Shining, or Dr. Sleep. I've seen a lot of those already. Yeah, I have seen, let's see, um, The Beginning of The Shining. Oh, I was about to be like, isn't it none again? You've <laughs> no. seen the beginning of The Shining? I've seen the beginning of The Shining, and I did not like it. Because I think I got to the part where there was like a bunch of blood coming out of the elevator. I was like, nope, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> but now I see that gif on the internet all the time, and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I love Stephen King stuff. Yeah. But I've seen probably like half that list, but not the other half. You should apply for both of these then, because it sounds like you would Maybe enjoy I this. Should. Um, plus, they don't. The, it sounds like they don't overlap at all, so you could do both. Yeah. Um, so Dish will also provide a Fitbit to track your heart rate. I don't know if these two companies are in collaboration or what. <laughs> um, along with a survival kit containing a blanket, popcorn, candy, and some unspecified Stephen King paraphernalia. So I don't know what that would involve. Okay, I I like but, the I like the Stephen King one. Because they send you fun things with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just like, I've actually had that on my my bucket list of movies to watch, to like watch through all like the Stephen King stuff. Because well, I like his stuff. So Yeah, sounds like a good reason to do it. Um, so applications Yay. for this one are due by October 8th, so you have even more time. And the candidate cool. will be selected by October 15th. And same U.S. and at least 18 uh, restrictions apply and so. there's just no qualifications except that you're 18 it didn't seem like it so um the link will be in the show notes and it linked to both the places where you can apply for it it looks like i think for the second one you have to do like a 200 or less word like why i should do this oh okay um and like optionally you can submit a video though i don't know why that would be part of it but i didn't actually look at the application project process for the first one um but yeah, because yeah. maybe they want people that are gonna be more scared. Like, yeah, I don't not know. that I, w- I mean, like I would be scared, but I like watching scary movies, and I've seen some of them already. So maybe that they're like, oh, we've first seen this, so your heart rate's not gonna be. Well, just lie to them. They won't know, unless they listen I to could. the podcast. <laughs> unless 
they listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have, have, have admitted that I've seen the movies. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, there's no worries about me getting this job because I don't want it. Okay. My next story is archaeology news. This is from Outsider.com. And the headline is, New Dinosaur Species Five Times Bigger Than a T-Rex Identified by Researchers. That's pretty big. Yeah, except it's kind of clickbaity, the title. Oh. It's misleading. Mm-hmm. And I will explain why. It's not wrong, but it's, it's misleading. It's five times bigger than a baby T-Rex, and it's an adult T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're close. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah, misleading headlines. I don't like those. Uh, paleontologists have identified a car- carnivore far more massive than the Tyrannosaurus rex of its time. Mm. It's called the Ulugbegosaurus. Ulugbegosaurus. Ulug? Ulug? Yeah. Bega? Yeah. Ulugbegosaurus? Yes. <laughs> U-L-U-G-H. It's a little closer to Lubega than I'm comfortable with. B-E-G-A-saurus. Ulugbegosaurus. Uh, it is a gargantuan theropod dinosaur that walked the Earth around 90 million years ago. And then I, I will now explain why the title is not, why it's misleading. So the dinosaur is estimated to have been a little less than 30 feet long and weighing a little over one ton. The Tyrannosaurus, okay. Tyrannosaurus rex at its biggest was 40 feet long and weighed up to nine tons. But this species actually lived earlier than that time, and the T-Rex was around, but it hadn't evolved to be that big yet. So it's at the interesting time... interesting they would still consider it the same species. Like the Tyrannosaurus oh, yeah. Rex, like if it evolved to be larger, like, that's kind of strange. That's a really good point that didn't occur to me. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they, well, the way this article explained it is that the T-Rex was around, but it was, but it was just smaller. It was just a smaller dinosaur. Okay. And this thing at that time was like the alpha big thing. So it was basically like the T-Rex of that time. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that that five times is doing a I lot know. of work in that in that headline. So like, yeah, it was five times bigger than the T-Rex is then. So that's yeah. why it's I don't Fine. know. Fine. But you get it on the technical. It's so cool. It's a new dinosaur. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh so yeah, they noted that the T-Rex would have actually been easy prey for this species at that time. <laughs> um, and scientists think that the like presence of this species actually kept other ones from evolving into like large gargantuan species because they were kind of like the alpha. But then for some reason they died out and then like that evolved or that allowed like the T-Rex and other things to like get bigger. Kind of like evolve into its niche basically. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There was a there was a gap in the dinosaur world. <laughs> exactly. They like, needed a right, gargantuan they all, they thing. Gathered around a table, they're like, okay, so we just lost the big the big scary one. Who yeah. wants to be the new big scary one? Any takers? And the T Rex. I see like, you trying to raise your hand, but your hand is very small, so it's hard to tell because it barely goes above the table that we're all sitting at. Which tables have been invented, by the way? Anyway, and, meeting adjourned. And we all feel bad for you, T Rex. You, you yeah. can have the spot you if you want, it. and then it. But it, your arms can't get any bigger. That's the deal. Yeah. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's 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 history and science. <laughs> yeah. My next story is technology news. This 
is from Lifehacker. Uh, the headline is, How to Use Live Text, the Best New Feature in iOS 15. So I mentioned earlier that there was an Apple event this week. Um, yeah. And so along with that came, like, it's like the iPhone 13, there's, like, new iPad, new watch, but also iOS 15. And kind of similar to the emojis, I always get really excited when there's a new iOS and just like seeing all the new little features and stuff that they're adding. But mm-hmm. one of them in particular seemed very interesting. It's called Live Text. Um, so if you're using a compatible iPhone or iPad, your device will automatically use something called optical character recognition to pull text from the iPhone viewfinder. Like, so just when you're using the camera app, uh, photos, screenshots, uh, and like basically any images on your phone um, and it will even transcribe handwritten text for you. So you could like take a picture of a note and it would like transcribe it into text that you could like copy out of the picture or like, Oh, that's cool. So you could like copy it. You can like look it up. Um, Anything you could do with like regular text on the phone, except it's just like reading it out of an image. And they, they had like a lot of different examples of just various like printed text, but also like handwritten stuff seems to be picked up pretty well. Um, so this will be automatically enabled on iPhones once you upgrade to iOS 15, which is coming out on Monday, I think, the 20th oh, nice. of September. So very soon. Uh, to try it out, you just need to find some text out in the real world, for example, a book, a billboard, or a menu, and then point your iPhone camera towards it. Uh, you can copy the text, search for it, or if it's something that's actionable, like an address or phone number, you will even have the option to navigate to it, like navigate to an address or place a phone call or something. I mean, yeah. similar to other texts in the app, but I think that's still really cool. Like the idea of like, I don't know, you like go buy a business or something and you're like, I'm interested in this business. I want to call them. I don't know. That's not <laughs> a very good example, but you just like point at like their phone number on the outside of the business and yeah. like make a call from there. I, I don't know. It just seems like it could be really cool. Um, or like the example they gave was like taking a picture of somebody's business card and like using that to pull the email address like directly into your phone without having to type it out yourself. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's quick. It seems like it could have some really interesting I was applications. Think- yeah, definitely. I was thinking of like if you take like handwritten notes and then you want to like digitize them for whatever reason, yeah. like taking notes at a, I don't know, I'm just example, like in a class or in a webinar or something, you're like writing down something I'm thinking like for work mm-hmm. and you wrote it down, but you want to like put it into your Evernote or something. Maybe you yep. could use the phone to do yep. that. That's and cool. Sounds like that's, yeah, that's kind of the idea. Um, I'm curious to see how it works in practice. Yeah. Obviously, and like if there, how many typos and stuff there are, but it, it, it'll be interesting. And some, and obviously something they can probably improve over time too. Um, and so this wasn't in the article, but something else I saw while I was like looking at Apple's website, hmm. like about the different iOS updates. Um, the, they'll also be able to recognize certain like items or locations in photos and like show you contextual information about those. So they had some examples, like one, they like had a picture of a field of lavender and you were able to like tap on the photo and like bring up the Wikipedia page for lavender. Oh, nice. I don't know. Um, and then like the Golden Gate Bridge, like a landmark like that or something. So. I thought that was kind of interesting. This too. is all cool. Yeah, I would like to point out too. This is all using AI algorithms mm-hmm. that have been around for like a while. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that they're finally incorporating it in a really easily, like a usable way. Yeah, like those things are actually becoming like applicable now. Yeah, and it's it's. I think that's really exciting. And yeah, yeah. but it's you're right. It's all AI based, and I and I think that's really really cool. That's cool. Like this is exactly the kind of thing that AI is going to be used for. It's just making things like quicker basically for yep. people. Yeah. So 
don't know. I thought that was really interesting. That is super cool. I'm excited to play yeah. around with it when I when my phone updates. Yeah, it's, it's coming out on Monday. That's pretty soon. Yeah. That's exciting. Yep. We can both up. You have to remind me to to upgrade. I will try to remember. I I, I want to upgrade too, and I'll forget. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. My next story is also technology news. Oh, this is from designboom.com. I brought this because of the headline. This is great. World's largest aircraft dubbed Flying Bum to be ready for passenger transportation in 2025. Why? Why would they call it that? I don't really know. I have a theory. Okay. Based on context clues that I'll explain in a minute. Okay, okay. So hybrid air vehicles, or HAV, have announced that their largest aircraft, the world's largest aircraft, the Airlander 10, will be ready for passenger transportation in four years. I know that's like a long time off, but <laughs> I think that's a short time in the aviation world. So, Gotcha. Offering a low emissions air mobility option. The aircraft will have up to 100 seats and use a hybrid electric configuration operating with only 10% of the emissions of a conventional aircraft. Wow. It has a spacious cabin that provides travelers a comfortable seat with direct access to the aisles. I don't believe that. I'm going to show you a p- <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture. <laughs> Basically this thing is like it's like a blimp. Oh. That's what it looks like from the outside more than a plane. Oh, okay. It's like very like just plump. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a, I guess it's like a blimp plane. I don't know. I think I might be getting where the nickname's coming um, from. So, I, <laughs> so yeah, I guess the whole, the nickname, <laughs> it's because of, it's like curvaceous. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, why? People are weird. I don't know. Yeah. It made me laugh though, but I have pictures that I can show you, but here's the inside. Oh, wow. That actually does look very comfortable. Yeah. Doesn't that look nice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I See, I was thinking it was more of a conventional plane and like I can't imagine that any airline is going to buy a plane that's comfortable for passengers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's a requirement. It has to <laughs> oh, wait. Have I flown on a lot of uncomfortable planes? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> have I flown as a six foot two person? Have I flown <laughs> yeah, on you- every plane that's been uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> Don't even talk to me uh, about Spirit Airlines. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, have you ever been in a plane where the cushion is like clearly just like so old that it has no cushioning effect at all? Like you sit on it and you're like, uh-huh. you've been sitting for like five minutes and you're just like, oh, there's no, no. give when you sit and there's down. Just no, it's just yeah, like, and you're oh, like, well, and you, I guess you basically is... like injure yourself because how long you're sitting in it? Because that's happened to me. Yeah. Not pleasant. Um, yeah. Anyway, this looks like a lounge with comfy chairs. Yeah, this looks, looks very lovely. nice. <laughs> looks like the deck of a cruise ship. Yeah, actually, that's that's very accurate. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> like you're just on an air cruise. <laughs> now I'm going to show you a couple pictures of what it looks like from the outside. Okay, so <laughs> this is the first one. <laughs> I don't know. I think then, if so I had it. Are you ready? I'm going to show uh, you the next okay, one okay. first, okay? This is <laughs> okay. That's why. <laughs> but I just—I I could know. see where it was going from the first one. Just, <laughs> but yeah, that's. I just like—I don't know. Maybe I'm. Just, it looks like a butt. That's—that's that's why I'm laughing. Think it look, 
I think if I... I mean, it looks like a weird butt, but it's still If kinda... I hadn't known that was the nickname mm-hmm. and I saw this photo, that's not where my mind would have went yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. Because it kind of has like three cheeks. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even like two. It's like... Th- it's like... Okay, basically, I'm just going to describe this really. It looks... It's like two blimps that are connected by like a middle section. By so a it's that middle section. <laughs> yeah. So if the middle section wasn't there, then maybe, yeah, it would look like there's this middle... I don't know. It just doesn't... <laughs> They put the middle section in just so people wouldn't say it looks like a bum, but... Maybe they did. I don't know. And it didn't work. But uh, it's got the nickname now. It's probably gonna... It's probably gonna stay. Yeah. Unfortunately. I love it. It's funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But th- yeah, th- this looks very comfortable. Yeah. I would... I would find. I assume it's not for like super long distance travel. Or is I don't it? know. This didn't say. I don't know. They were kind of marketing it like it's like a normal like passenger aircraft. So I don't even know if it has any limitations on distances. I don't know. Yeah. Do blimps have limitations on distances? Probably. Because they only have so much fuel. I have no idea. Yeah. Literally no idea. I, I shouldn't even anything. brought that up. I don't know anything about blimps except that they look like half of a butt now, apparently. <laughs> All right. So instead of breaking news this week, we have a special segment that I just have in my notes as the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Ice Cream Hour. It's not going to be an hour, but it just that just it just came naturally. Um, yeah, the ice cream has arrived, everyone. Woo! We have it. Woo! We have it here, and we are going to try it we have for the, the ice first. Cream. Both of us for the first time, uh, pseudo live yes. on air. We are going to be recording our live reactions. Yes, we have not tried it ahead of this recording, so yeah. It, You're gonna experience it literally it with got us. here like two hours before recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we we didn't even have time to even try it before. Right. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay, so we have retrieved the ice cream. <laughs> um, so first your reactions to the packaging. I think it's it's a dark blue package with just a single macaroni noodle on it. <laughs> Very can I, minimalist. Can I look at the other side? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, it's, the yeah. top and the front are the <laughs> same design. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's a story on the side. Of this. A st- <laughs> Please read the story. I'm going to read the story. Ever since 2008, when Van Leeuwen was born out of a yellow truck on the streets of NYC, we've been making good ice cream from good ingredients that make you feel good. Until now. <laughs> <laughs> After all, happiness is healthiness, and nothing makes us happier than this Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream. Doubtful. If this <laughs> reminds you of the ice cream you grew up with, you might be out of your mind. Wait, what? what? That's what it says. If this, yeah, if this reminds you of the ice cream you grew up with, you might be out of your mind. That's weird. If this I'm reminds, right if now. this reminds you of the comforting bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese you grew up with, you're getting warmer. Because did we make this ice cream with that iconic cheesy flavor? You bet. What? <laughs> that is such a weird way to put all of that. Wait, I, I'm just, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. I'm looking at the ingredient list now, too. Cream milk, cane sugar, egg yolks, Kraft cheese sauce mix. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese powder is like in it? It's just the cheese powder, I guess. Right? Isn't that what that is? That powder you put in yeah. mac and cheese? And, and they, it makes yeah. it cheesy With stuff? paprika and turmeric for color. 
Those are listed like last. I, there's and there's okay. some other like preservatives and stuff in here. Okay. Okay. All right, let's open it. It's <laughs> a nice little pull tab on the side. I like that. Did you want to talk about your shipment that oh, you yeah. received? So this while you're opening it arrived that? in a bu- I had to buy like multiple pints in order that, for them to ship me something. So it arrived in this like weirdly large box that had dry ice. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> the color is Sorry, so. The color of it. Oh, Ooh. the color. I mean, it looks like macaroni I mean, and cheese sauce. That, yeah, like it's, the, it's the same color. Yeah, that's okay. That's somewhat off-putting, but yeah, it came in like a box with dry ice, so it was like very frozen when it got there. So I mean, I guess props to their shipping department. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna scoop out. Okay, it seems nice and smooth. Oh. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> Would you like to scoop one yeah. for me? Here's. I'll just let you do it. You. Is that is that enough? I guess so. However much How much are we actually going to eat of this? Well, I don't know. It depends I don't know. on if it's it good. It could be good, yeah. All okay, right. so I'm looking at it in the bowl. It it actually <laughs> Okay. You know how like when you have ice cream and it just kind of just starts melting and there's a little bit of like yeah. melted ice cream just on the edge. That in this bowl looks exactly like mac and cheese sauce. Oh, gross. You're right. <laughs> I don't love that. Okay. Okay. Wait, are we doing it at the same time? I'm, I'm are you sm- smelling it? Smelling it first. <laughs> <laughs> smelling it first? I don't really get anything. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, I'm just going to eat it. It doesn't smell like anything. Okay. Down to three. One, okay, ready? Two, One, three. two, three. It tastes like mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. It tastes... Like cold mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I like it or not. I can't tell. I think it's really messing with my mind. It's messing with my mind, too. This is so weird. This is so weird. Because it's like, I if you to, think uh, that you're eating of... like cold mac and cheese... That's kind of just what it tastes like, but it has no texture to it. I mean, it's because ice cream. Right. It's just, I mean, the, the, it's very creamy, I will say. I mean, but yeah. Like, it seems I, like quality ice cream in general, but I, I don't know. It's And it's like not very strong either. It's just kind of like, I don't know, maybe because cheese is also a dairy product, it just all kind of, it's it just tastes like a ice cream base to me almost. Like not even like a certain flavor. <laughs> I don't know. It's weirding me out. I keep eating. I keep eating it because I'm just. I keep. It's just such a weird sensation to eat this. Yeah, I can't and decide I if I I'm can't. happy. I have two pints of this. Mm. Definitely. I, I don't like it. It definitely has an aftertaste of. of I don't like it. Craft, craft mac and cheese. I. Okay. If you're like a huge craft mac and cheese, I can see. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I think they did what they set out to do. <laughs> but should they have done it in the first but, place? But did they stop to ask if they should? No, they did. They not. thought about if they could, but did they? Uh, I don't think I would eat a ton of that. Like this little bit that I just. I ate, don't think like I is, could. It's very rich. Also, that too, because it does. It tastes like you're just eating like a. Like, okay, it's like if you made mac and cheese and there was just the cheese sauce left in the bottom of your, like, pot. And then you, like, poured that into a cup and were, like, drinking it. Like, that would be, like, way too 
it just wouldn't there's no yeah, like and also you put it in the pasta fridge to first. offset the so it was freezing or, or the freezer for so it was freezing cold yeah because that's that's what this is it's not the longer i sit here with it the more i'm like not i don't think i like it very much <laughs> oh uh uh-huh. yeah i <laughs> I think, what do I think? There are people who would like this. Sure. But it's just probably not for me. Yeah, I think I liked watching Cats better. Yeah, that was very enjoyable. (laughs) This was intriguing, but I'm glad I tried it. I'm glad I tried it. Yeah, of course. Now I have to figure out what to do with the rest of it. Give it as a gift to someone. <laughs> that seems mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You could eat it like one bite at a time every like two months. And then you'll like forget, you know. Yeah, I'll forget how bad it is in between <laughs> just the not half. It's like, oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do that. Yeah, I'm hoping the other flavors I got from them are better. Well, I'm glad we did this. <laughs> yeah, this was an exciting experiment that yes. I think we can all agree was a resounding failure <laughs> we unfortunately cannot be uh sponsoring this ice cream at this time but yeah i mean not the not least of us. which because we don't know how to pronounce this word but yeah we don't know how to pronounce a company but uh yeah but hey if you really love mac and cheese it does taste like mac and cheese oh definitely so yeah if you want that if you want to have like a dinner of mac and cheese and then also have this for dessert like just yeah you can just keep going keep it going have a glass of cheese sauce alongside of it i don't know (laughs) just you freak (laughs) stop calling your listeners (laughs) (laughs) not all of them all right that's our show thanks for listening everybody We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. And we're laughing because we have the aftertaste of this ice cream in our mouth. (laughs) You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.